0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is Big Dave. You're listening to Napoleon Hill's Positive Action Plans, 365 meditations for making each day a success. Today is Black Friday and I have been slacking on my meditations for reasons known to me. Um, But being Black Friday, it's also Amnesty Day (laughs) and I'm going to run off a string of of, um, meditations To get us up to speed, uh, get us back to on track. So, we're gonna start with November 15th, 2018, which was eight days ago, and uh, go all the way up to today, which is 11 23, 2018. You're obviously gonna see that this recording is gonna be 20 to 25 minutes long, um, and hopefully, you'll enjoy all the meditations and everything that comes with it. I do appreciate your support, I do appreciate that you continue to download and listen to the podcast. And uh, and, I, and I'm thankful for your uh, continued patience with me while I try and get through this and be more consistent. So let's get to it. Uh, November fifteenth, two 2018, the title is, You Can Laugh Off Worries That You Can't Scare Away With a Frown. Some years ago, a well-known magazine editor literally laughed himself back to health. Hospitalized by a debilitating disease and in great pain, he noticed that when he was happy, his physical pain diminished. This observation led him to launch a self-prescribed program of laughter designed to cure himself. He read joke books, told jokes, asked visitors always to come prepared with jokes, and endlessly watched comedies on television. He won his battle with the disease. Don't take yourself so seriously that you cannot laugh at yourself or your situation. You will never be able to work the more than 80,000 hours, 40 hours a week for 40 years with two weeks vacation that will be expected of you during your lifetime unless you figure out how to have a little fun along the way. This is a great meditation. And my job uh, as a corporate rep, we have a room full of other corporate reps that we go on depots every single day of the week and let me tell you we definitely are laughing when we're not working because we need that downtime we need that energy we need to know that life is going to be okay especially when you're in a six-hour depot uh with an attorney on the other side that's trying to milk information out of you that you know that you shouldn't be giving them so and i'm a funny person too i mean i'm in a relationship where i'm always laughing my butt off and uh, that that makes for a fun relationship i'll tell you. Definitely laughter is, is the best medicine. That is not a... I don't know if that was a commercial. Whoever invented that was smart because laughter is, that is the best medicine. It really, truly is. I mean, you watch negative Nancy uh, news and you're going to not be in a good mood and then you turn and watch uh, you know, comedy channel or you watch uh, Big Bang Theory or something and and you think it's funny, you're going to laugh and you're going to feel better. And uh, I totally believe that's the truth. So... This is Big Dave, and we are moving on to the next podcast, November 16, 2018. When you feel sluggish, try nature's doctor, just quit eating until you are hungry again. Many experts advocate eating four small meals a day, each about the same in nutrition. When you limit your intake of fats and sugars, you needn't worry about too much, too much about calories. A diet heavy in grains, vegetables, and fruits is more easily digested, keeps blood sugar more stable, diminishes your appetite, and results in a higher and more constant energy level because there is less fat storage. You will feel more energetic almost immediately when you adopt such a diet. Now, let me start this off. Now, remember... This was written in 1980 whatever, 87 I think it is, let's see, it's a little check, I was looking, uh, 1997, but remember, or 1995, but remember the, this book was written in the 1920s, 1930s. Um, now we know there's a bunch of diets out there right now, there's the keto diet, which is really big. You got your intermittent fasting, which a lot of people are doing and they're feeling good about themselves. Uh, you've got the Atkins diet, you've got the South Beach diet, Scarsborough's diet. Um, the It's Tuesday diet. and think God it's Friday diet. Uh, you got the beet juice. How can I drink this diet? You got the liquid diet. So obviously there's a lot of stuff out there. Some people eat four meals a day, some people eat one meal. But the bottom line is whatever works for you, do it. And if when you're doing it, it makes you feel good. Keep doing it, and when you fall off the wagon, like we all did yesterday, unless the turkey diet or the Thanksgiving diet is on your plan, um, start over. You know, and start over as soon as you can. I won't say the next day because sometimes I fall down that slippery slope, and I am falling. And my my therapist once said to me, "It's like when you see this fact. If you notice once you once you notice you're falling, you put your hands out to slow the fall." And once you stop moving and you start climbing back up the wall, and that's how I look with my food. And then whenever I go south, then I just get better at it and then go back to eating properly. Um, so, yeah, some ex- experts today have uh, eaten six times a week, six times a day, some eat two times a day, some eat you know, just eggs, some eat just bananas. But, again, whatever we're works- and you'll feel better and more energetic. So this is Big Dave. Again, Napoleon Hill's Positive Action Plans, making each day a success. November seventeenth, two 2018. The best time to doctor is before you become sick. Sick, that's funny. The best time to doctor is before you become sick. When it comes to maintaining sound physical health, there is much to be said for preventive maintenance. In fact, many of our most serious health problems, cancer and heart disease among them, can be self-induced. Smoking and poor eating habits have contributed to shortening the lives of millions of people. Unfortunately, the damage occurs over such a long period of time that by the time we feel the effects, it is too late. Don't allow your health to be ruined by bad habits. Adopt a lifestyle that eliminates all substance abuse and replaces bad eating habits with a healthy diet and plenty of exercise. When you do, you will not only feel better physically, you will feel better about yourself. So a couple of months ago, I think it was during um, September, in September we talked about um, going the extra mile. I talked about a cornerstone habit uh, from a book written by a gentleman, Charles Duhigg, I think it's uh, The Power of Habit. And he talks about uh, doing something physical, like uh, so. Instead of him eating a cookie every day at three o'clock, he would get up out of his desk and he would walk around the building and say hi to people, and then go back to his desk. And by breaking that habit of getting a cookie at three o'clock, he lost eight pounds. And so this is all about habits. Um, you know, so you got to find a habit that when you do that habit every day, it sets the tone. So if you work out in the morning. It will set your tone for the day of not eating junky food. Unless you're that kind of person. It's like, hey, I've earned it. You know, then you're, (laughs) that's a whole different ballgame. But anyhow, so that's November 17, 2018. The best time to doctor is before you become sick. Sick, And that is not just your physical body. That's also your mental mind and your soul. Go to the beach more. Watch a sunset. Watch the sunrise. Doctor yourself. Uh, November 18th, 2018. If you would have good health, learn to quit eating before you are entirely satisfied. <laughs> Many of our poor eating habits are were developed as children when we were encouraged to be a member of the clean plate club. I'm surprised no one has a t-shirt that says that. Eating everything we were served as adults, however, our metabolisms change changes and our needs are vastly different. When we have fully matured, we require far fewer calories to nourish our body bodies so that excess is stored as fat when we stop growing up we start growing out god these belong on t-shirts eat smaller portions stop eating before you're fully sated and chew your food longer thanks mom a good dinner companion can help too a lively conversation can take your mind off the food you eat and focus you on the food for the mind I will tell you this: when I'm watching TV or if I'm working and I'm snacking at work, I could polish off an entire bag of potato chips without even realizing I just did it. I'm like, whoa! So maybe lively conversation is, in fact, the plan. It's a good plan. So quit eating before you're entirely satisfied. Well, you know the rule is: is that your body doesn't know that you're full until 20 minutes later. That's one thing. The other thing is that people say drink a glass of water before you start your meal to feel semi-full so you don't eat as much. Another one is uh, eat a lot of eat, eat a bowl of vegetables before you start eating your meal. That will also make you feel full full, and you'll eat less. All things I have not tried. That's not, not true. I have tried the glass of water. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I am very much aware of the 20 minutes, but just don't go to a buffet place for the 20 minutes because you're like, oh, got to get it all in before my stomach tells me I'm full. Like, you kind of defeat the purpose, dude. Um, So we're very much aware. You look at William Shatner. What did he look like in 1966 and what he looks like today? I'm like, yeah, metabolism is not in your favor, son. Um, But he's still alive. And he's, like, in his 80s, I think. So, you know, yay for modern medicine. But you shouldn't depend on modern medicine. You should depend on yourself. So, um, like I said, if if you would have good health... If you would have good health, learn to quit eating before you're entirely satisfied. Hmm, I wonder if that's true in the rest of your life. What other things? hmm food for that no pun intended. All right, what are we We are on November 19th, 2018. We're almost almost there, right? Keep your mind on your physical ills and you'll always be sick. Doctors have just begun to learn the importance of attitude in the maintenance of sound physical health. If you do the things that are necessary to stay healthy and don't worry constantly about what might be wrong with your body, your chances of maintaining good health are infinitely better than if you allow your mind to dwell constantly upon the things that might be wrong with you. You do become what you think about. Am I a cheeseburger? The mind is a marvelous piece of equipment that can exert great influence upon the physical body. Keep your mind strong and healthy, and your body will benefit as a result. Well, I just need to leave that like that because that is really good advice. Think about being strong. Feel, think about being healthy. Don't think about oh my shoulder hurts. You know what? Go stretch your shoulder out, man. Oh my knee hurts. Oh, go stretch your knee out, man, and the, or woman, lady, ladies. Or go take a walk and just get the kinks out. You know that. You know how that feels. Sometimes you just get out of bed and you're like, "Oh, I need a new bed. This is ridiculous." But you start walking, you get the kinks out, you get your body moving, uh, get the muscles tall, a little warm, and then you can start stretching them, and you feel better. I always find that when I when I'm in pain, working out, I just work out some more a couple of times, and I get stronger. I went boxing last week for the first time in a couple of weeks, and man, I was like, i was like a 90 year old man. But by the second workout, I was already running around the gym, so it just took two days to get me back, snap back into place, snap back into place. Um, so moving along, November 20th, 2018. Some celebrities endorse for a price products they wouldn't consume at any price. Hmm. Perhaps more than any other time, it is essential for you to exercise good judgment and to use old-fashioned common sense in every decision you make. We live in a world filled with hype and empty promises. Because they are paid a fee for doing so, people you admire sometimes become spokespersons for products they wouldn't touch themselves, but they have no compunction, what a word, about attempting to persuade you to buy. Compunction, C-O-M-P-U-N-C-T-I-O-N, compunction the when they come to what you ingest when it comes to what you ingest make your own decisions about what you eat do not be influenced by those self-interest whose self-interest is served by selling something to you food manufacturers are required by law to disclose the contents of their products so that you can determine whether or not you wish to consume them Become an avid label reader. Boy, how important is this to become an avid label reader? I read labels every single day. Did you know that when you pick up bacon, bacon says zero sugar? But if you go to the ingredients, most bacon has sugar. You know, the bliss point. They talk about the bliss point where they add sugar. And now the labels have to tell you how much added sugar. And sometimes when you take the added sugar and subtract the regular sugar, you got like two grams of sugar. Should be only in there in re- real life. I don't want to taste so crappy or uh, so good. Um, I think of Suzanne Summers when I think of people who endorse products for the first time. I think Suzanne Summers did that back in the '80s. You look, you look at TV today, and everyone's hawking something. And then you have the influencers of YouTube and Instagram and Twitter that are promoting uh, products. Oh, it's hilarious when they do these product tests, these tests. Uh, We're going to test such and such camera. Man, you're already getting paid for that. Of course, you're promoting it like these guys with these clothes. They're promoting clothes or telling a story, but in reality, they're selling cufflinks or they're selling, you know, cologne or they're selling whatever the hell, something for your face. The dudes especially do that. I'm not going to give them comeuppance by telling them, you know, what, what websites there are, but you can tell which ones are the influencers selling their goods or hawking their goods during their podcast not podcast their uh their their web webcam thing or not what's it called vlog I'm so old timey sometimes so you just see through that I see through it pretty quickly but I was a a business major so I could see advertisement and everything so something to think about just do what's the right for you don't listen to other people unless it's your mom listen to your mom but other than that it'll be fine. Um So we are are on the 21st of November. Oh, here we go. November 21st, 2018, with ripe fruit and raw veggie tables. I like to say veggie tables. Vegetables you can never overeat. This is very true. Evolution may not have taught human beings to find great pleasure in eating foods that are best for us, but our digestive system haven't fully adapted to handle efficiently some of the things that we like most. It requires a tremendous amount of energy, for example, to digest meats and other heavy foods. Energy that could otherwise be directed towards the achievement of something more constructive than simply processing food. It is virtually impossible, however, to eat more raw vegetables and ripe fruit than is good for you. Such foods have little fat content, your body processes them more quickly, and they provide nutrients that are quickly transformed in energy. So, let's think about Thanksgiving yesterday. You have your turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, gravy, biscuit, stuffing. I'm falling asleep just saying those words. And then you eat that, just one helping, and all of a sudden you're like, your body's like, danger, danger. (laughs) Lots of carbs coming in the body. Everyone, overtime pay. You're not paying overtime. Oh, yes, we are. Today we are. and then all of a sudden your body says well, we need to go to sleep because we need all this energy to digest all this food that this person just consumed um we're talking about the average american in the in the in the rust belt or the midwest I'm, i don't know i don't know i'm just making it up even here in south florida yesterday i, I had my thanksgiving dinner that my girlfriend made that was fan freaking tastic and then i went into a coma uh, a food coma <laughs> it's, that's the body going mayday mayday you know? <laughs> So, um, you know, I, 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 a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, 20 years ago when I was in my 20, 30s, I was on a diet called food for life, right? The, uh, food for life. And what they taught was that you eat fruit in the morning and then in the evening or in the afternoon, after noon, you would eat uh, protein and vegetables and drink a lot of water, a lot, a lot of water. And in reading that book, I found that it takes only 20 minutes for an apple to digest through your body, which I found fascinating. Bananas take a little bit longer. That's why you would eat bananas last, like around 11 or 1130, if you needed some kind of a fruit to hold you off until lunchtime. I also learned that if you ate a hamburger and french fries, having a carbohydrate and a protein in your stomach at the same time, um, really bogs down the mind and really bogs down the body. Why do you think people go to a food coma at 3 o'clock at work, they're like uh, snapping and gapping because they had a big carbohydrate lunch at Chipotle or whatever, and they need coffee or an energy drink to um, to thwart that sleepiness because they're at their J-O-B. So know what you're putting in your mouth, man. I like the idea of fruits and raw vegetables. A lot of people do that. You got a lot of the raw food movement and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's definitely caught on. So moving on the to the 22nd of November, which is yesterday, which was Thanksgiving. And what do we say here? You know for what to feed your you know what to feed your automobile for good service. Learn what to feed yourself for good health. We often go to great lengths to learn how machines work and the type of service they require to stay in good working order. Yet, when it comes to our body, the most important possessions we own, we pay scant attention to its needs. But it is never too late to learn. There are literally hundreds of books available on the subject. Learn what you need to know, take care of your body, and it will take care of you. So that kind of feeds into, no pun intended, Uh, So what we've been talking about the last uh, 20 minutes. And so I'll just leave it at that. And come today, Black Friday, November 23rd, 2018. Don't try to cure a headache. It's because to cure the thing that caused it. What? Let's start over. Start over. Don't try to cure a headache. It's better to cure the thing that caused it. If you have a serious medical problem, by all means, see a doctor. But also keep in mind that many of the ailments for which they are there are thousands of over-the-counter remedies are caused by things you can control. Headaches, an upset stomach, muscle aches, lethargy, lethargy, and the like are signals that you are ignoring your body's needs or your mind's problems. Consider carefully whether you've been putting off a worrying. Issue that causes you tension. Ask yourself whether you're getting the exercise your body needs to stay trim and energetic. As with any adversity, it is important that you act right away to understand the source of your problem and work to correct it. Once you do, you'll find you have more enthusiasm and vigor to pursue your definite major purpose. And I will leave you with that. This is Big Dave, it's Black Friday. I have been reading from Napoleon Hill's Positive Action Plan, making each day a success. And tomorrow we will be back on track. This is Big Dave, and you go and have a great day.